Hi everyone, Dr. B here again of Ask the Dentist. Thanks for joining us. Today, something a little different. We're gonna to talk to a dentist, we're gonna to talk to an inventor, and someone who I think, as an inventor and as a dentist, invented something incredible. And I'm not just saying that, I've been using it daily, sometimes twice daily, ever since I became aware of it. I forget how that was, how I did become aware of it, but I am completely flabbergasted as to how effective this is. We're talking about a flosser, not everyone's favorite topic, but we've got the dentist who designed it here. And I just want to pick his brain, ask him why he came up with this. Let's, we're going to talk a little bit about the advantages of flossing. And then I do want to spend a lot of time on why this thing is so great. And I know, Danny, you have your ideas, Dr. Danny Snyder. You're up in Spokane, right? Yep. Spokane, Washington. Okay. And you've been doing dentistry for how long? For nine years. Nine years. And what have you seen? Let's just go right to it. On the patients that don't floss, what do you see? What frustrates you about that? You know, I think the biggest thing is just the inflammation that you see. You know, you go in and you do your exam and you just barely touch the gums and you see a lot of blood coming out. And, you know, you know, it's just painful for them. You know, they are living in a way where daily routine is not facilitating their overall health because of what's happening in their mouth. Right. Those are patients that when they brush or floss, if they are flossing and brushing, they'll see blood when they spit out. Their gums are tender. They'll have gum recession, sensitivity on the teeth. You know, their diet, of course, can affect all of this, but flossing does work. I know there are not a lot of studies out on flossing, but it's been around since the 1800s, actually. I think it was in 1908 that the ADA said it is something that everyone should consider, that it is part of the oral care regimen, and it should also be included with flossing. And flossing and brushing are probably 90% of the equation. I think a lot of people think it's mouthwash and toothpaste. It's the chemicals and the substances that are in that that you're just applying with a brush and floss. But it's really the other way around. It's that mechanical kind of disruption of the biofilm, of plaque building up in between teeth. It really is incredibly important. Tell me a little bit about how you came up with this idea. And I, we'll talk a little bit about the design and all that, but I'm curious how initially you thought you had to reinvent floss because floss has been really around since the 1800s. Exactly. There hasn't been a lot of innovation in floss in the last 100 years, but you said it perfectly, actually. The mechanical disruption of the biofilm is really what we were aiming to improve in this situation. So many people walk around with several areas of their mouths where this biofilm is building up and it's not getting disrupted properly on a daily basis. And that's really what is needed to help prevent gum disease, to help prevent cavities, to help prevent recession and all those things like you talked about. And so that really was the aim in creating this product. For me personally, the aha moment came when I was using a floss stick that's made by the Reach brand or Listerine brand. And I saw my Sonicare toothbrush sitting there on the countertop and I was, you know, doing my floss routine going through and I just thought to myself, huh, I wonder. So I actually picked up my Sonicare and I held it in one hand together with the handled flosser, but had the floss stick out about an inch further and allowed that vibration to translate into wow. the floss as I went around and I flossed my entire mouth and it just felt different. It felt amazing. And so I thought to myself, you know, I just, I want to buy one of these. And so I went online and looked for electric flossers 
and the product just wasn't out there. And right. so I just decided to slowly start working at this problem. I, I'm a big woodworker, so I have a lot of tools in my garage. And I started kind of Frankensteining all these different products together, taking my Sonicare, taking the head off, taking the flosser, cutting it, drilling right. a hole so that it fit onto the metal stick of the Sonicare. And, you know, kind of started talking to friends and family about this. And everybody was like, huh, I wonder, you know, and it just sounded like an idea that needed to get developed. And so that's kind of how it started. Well, I mean, you, you got it to market. We'll talk about the design. It actually, you have a few other little inventions in there that I think are actually brilliant. But back to flossing in general. So you're right. If flossing hasn't really changed in 200 years. It's always been a string that you wrap around your fingers. That is a very technique sensitive. I mean, most patients that I have worked with, and my hygienist would agree with me, where we actually demonstrate flossing and they're asking us, how do you actually floss? And we always want to see them floss. And I see them struggle with the wrapping of the floss around and then how much to pull out and then getting to all the different areas. Most people can floss their front teeth very well. They mm-hmm. can't get the back teeth. I'm a big proponent and, and I have it in my online store, the Reach Flot, which I think is now owned by Listerine. Great design. Love it for many, many reasons, which I've talked about on the web. It's my go-to solution for flossing on the road, traveling. You know, if you're in the wood shop and you're working and you think of flossing, that's the time you want to floss because by the time you get home or, you know, or back up to the bedroom and you're tired, you're not going to floss. So when you think of flossing, it should be there. It should be tucked away somewhere. It can be in a pen holder. It can be in a car organizer in the middle between the two front seats, but it's still just floss. And flossing is... I mean, what is flossing? Flossing is string, getting down below the gum line, breaking the contact in between the teeth. We call that the embrasure where the gums form. There's a tooth on either side. There's a lot meeting there. And what a lot of people can't picture is that there's a very thin membrane of tissue that runs from the triangular piece of tissue on the outside of the cheek, on the cheek side of the teeth, to the inside. And that thin membrane has a very fragile blood supply. And the minute there's inflammation, which is in the mouth, a response to an infection, bacterial invasion, a dysbiosis, an oral microbiome dysbiosis, certain bacteria taking over and causing problems, that tissue literally shrinks away. It never comes back. What's the term we use for that? Do we call it the call? I'm dating myself. Right. And I think that was named after a mountaineering term. That's how I remember it. The call is a low spot in between two peaks. And that's what that little piece of tissue is. But it's so thin, it has this microcirculation. And the minute there's inflammation, the smallest blood vessels get cut off first. That piece necrosis out, and then you get gum recession. What floss does is once it gets in between the two teeth, the contact, if you have a contact, it drops in there. And if you C-shape it, and you wrap it around one tooth, and then you wrap it around the other tooth, On the other side of the floss, the piece of floss that's not facing the tooth, the back end of the floss is rubbing and massaging and scraping clean that thin membrane of tissue and disrupting the biofilm. If you disrupt the biofilm, if it's dysbiotic, your tissue has the ability to heal itself or not get so inflamed. So that's what flossing does. Now, what your floss stick does, first of all, floss stick is great. You can hold it. You can reach way in back. You know, during flu season, you don't always have to wash your hands because you're putting them in your mouth. When I right. 
travel to certain countries, you know, it's a, you know, you have to wash your hands first before you floss, before you put your aligners in. Also during COVID, that was a big deal. You know, you could glove up and floss, but that's <laughs> that makes it even more difficult. The great thing about a floss stick is that you never have to touch your mouth. You're just reaching in with a handle. Your handle right. is stiffer, which I like because it doesn't bend, doesn't flex like the floss stick that I've been recommending for the last five years, the reach. But when the floss gets in there, it's vibrating and like a Sonicare toothbrush disrupts the biofilm even more efficiently. What is the frequency of vibration? 12,000. 12,000, which is very close to a Sonicare. Sonicare is about 25 to 30,000 per minute. This is sonic in the sonic realm. Right. Yep. So it is sonic. Yeah. So it is sonic. So you've got a sonic flosser and that floss, once it gets in there, I mean, you can be very adept and be able to visualize the anatomy in there and floss it, which most people can. But once the floss is in there and it's vibrating, it's disrupting the biofilm extremely efficiently. Yeah. It's amazing. So better access, better efficacy once you're in there. Talk about these little, it's hard to see. There are little triangles on either end of the floss. Talk about those. Those really, at first I thought they were decorative, but as soon as I put it in my mouth and swept back and forth, I got it. It's brilliant. Exactly. Talk about those. Yeah. So one thing that we wanted to do was to make this a lot less technique sensitive for people. Like you said, traditional flossing is very technique sensitive. If you're just popping it in and out, you're really not getting the full benefit of the routine. And so what we wanted to do was to recreate that C shape that people need to be doing to stimulate that tissue in between the teeth. And and so essentially what we did was we studied the shape of that embrasure, that fall right there in between the teeth, and then tried to recreate that shape with the gum sweeps is what we call them on either side of the floss there. So essentially, as you pass it through your contact, you can kind of scrape, pull it to scrape one tooth, push it to scrape the other tooth. But another really efficient thing to do is just work it from tongue to cheek. And what that string of floss does is it acts as a guide wire to pull those gum sweeps into the embrasure, into the spot where they're exactly needed. Mm -hmm. And it scrubs the most hard to reach area of the tooth, the spot where traditional floss and your toothbrush miss. And so it's really just kind of hitting that sweet spot and really stimulating that gum tissue very effectively. And, you know, dentists have something that they recommend for patients that miss those areas, and that would be the interproximal brush. But we both know that the interproximal brush can cause a lot of damage because you're pushing it in and out like a pipe cleaner. And that can actually blunt the papillae, the pointy piece and the thin margins of of the gum, and then they can get worn easily. And so this little triangle, and again, I'm going to have a video of how this works on a typodont for everyone. And I also have taken some macro photographs of it just to get a closer look. So these little triangles have bristles on them, right? Right. Little, and it's all silicone. It's all food grade silicone. And also the triangle is not a triangle with flat sides. It actually has a, what would you call that? A concave surface. So right. It, exactly. It ages easily with less sensitivity. And then it's it, it suddenly gets larger and it's able to literally, like a shovel, scoop black out of that embrasure right. in the right motion. So again, I recommend to all my viewers that they buy a makeup mirror. You can buy these on Amazon now. You can 
you know, mount them on your wall. You don't need electricity because they have internal batteries that you can charge. They have magnification. I would go between five and eight X and it's a makeup mirror and you pull it up. And this way you can really visualize what flossing is doing, what areas you've missed. And while I was doing that, I know I could see these little squeegees go in there and it's amazing what came out. And that was after I had flossed it. So the fact that the floss can guide these little squeegees, these little triangular squeegees in there that have little silicone bristles in it is absolutely amazing. It really, and right. it's vibrating at, you know, a sonic frequency. Yeah. So those gum sweeps, really, we put so much thought into it. It really is the secret sauce of the Slate Electric Flosser. Definitely. It's got ribs on it on that concave surface, and that's scrubbing the tooth on either side. And then it's got those three rows of bristles. One row of bristles is running right underneath the interproximal contact where, where cavities are happening. And then the other two are aimed at a 45 degree angle downward on either side of the papilla of gum tissue. And it's getting down and just sweeping that CEJ essentially. And it just, a lot of thought was put into it to make sure that that was doing everything that it possibly could. It clearly shows that there was a lot of thought put in this. It wasn't just something that you started out doing that was putting a floss head on a Sonicare toothbrush. Uh, it goes well beyond that. So the way, right. the way I see this is, first of all, it's a great flosser. It allows a lot of people that can't floss properly to do a good job, but it goes beyond that. It really scoops out a lot more plaque than flossing alone. And I actually see this as a more important tool for biofilm management or oral care than the toothbrush. So, you know, it's it's kind of one of those questions that you always ask yourself if you're stranded on a desert island, <laughs> uh, you know, even without the batteries in place and the sonic nature, this thing really cleans well. Of course, if you're on a desert island, you probably wouldn't need to floss and brush because you're eating coconuts <laughs> and healthy food. So, you know, what is next for Slate? And tell us a little bit about the name of the company. Yeah, so we came up with the name, my wife and I, when we just said we wanted to create a tool that did everything that your mouth needs other than your toothbrush. And when we were talking about it, my wife said something like, it gives your mouth a clean slate. Whoa. And so that's where it kind of right. kind of came from. So we looked up to see if there were any trademark inflictions or anything like that, right. but Slate was available. So we wow. ran with it and, and went from there. And so another thing that about the design that wasn't even necessarily an afterthought, but something that we wanted to do to help manage the oral biofilm is the tongue scraper that's on the backside of the head. Right. And so it's got two rows of bristles that are kind of helping to disrupt the bacteria that are hanging out on your tongue. And then a final row, it's just like a squeegee. And when you run it after you've done your full flossing, it really collects a lot of bacteria. So it really, like you said, is kind of a one-stop shop, a one all-in-one tool to manage the oral biofilm that, that you talked about. That's one thing that really bugs me about a lot of these tongue scrapers. It's just smooth metal. And yeah, it, you know, if you look at a microscopic cross-section of the tongue, it's like a field of mushrooms, multi-leveled mushrooms. <laughs> and all the stuff you need to get to is below, you know, the top of the mushroom. And so you really need something that's textured or has little teeth in it or like a rake that gets in there. The smooth metal tongue scrapers don't really, I think, work very well. So that's yeah. very nice. Anything else you're working on? I mean, you've established yourself as a, I mean, your first product is a home run. What next? 
you know, we're really kind of keeping our head down and working really hard on on this, making sure that we get our rollout as efficient and as effective as possible. So we're really looking forward to going to several shows this year to Good. get the word out to hygienists and dentists. But we're working on a rechargeable unit and we're also working on a non-electric one that you can keep easily in your glove box or in your travel case. Just a manual one that uses the same heads, has the same effective tools built into it. And, you know, there may come a day when we look at making a toothbrush, but, you know, we're not looking to reinvent that right now. We're just kind of working on the flossing. Right. Well, you reinvented flossing. So tell us about the head. I was very pleased, you know, considering you've got three different materials here. You've got the silicone a plastic and, and then the floss. I mean, to put all that together must be expensive to manufacture that. The price of the head is very reasonable. And you recommend right. one week intervals, right? Yeah, a week. And sometimes people can get a little bit more out of it. We encourage people to, to use it until the floss is no longer effective. And we found that that's roughly about a week. But yeah, the marriage of those three components took a lot of development. Oh. Getting the tension of the floss just right, getting it to snap onto the the body of the flosser right. just right. That took a lot of back and forth with our manufacturer in the Philippines. Yeah, it's very well done. I love the ergonomic angle. A lot of angles on toothbrushes and floss heads aren't right. You know, they're too high or they're too low. Uh, yeah. So a lot of thought went into that. Is it recyclable? I assume it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So just you can throw it in if you're recycling. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, this is phenomenal, Danny. I, I really, this is going to improve the oral health and systemic health of millions of people. It really is phenomenal. The pricing is good. So I will provide a link. You've given us a discount for my viewers. I appreciate that. Yeah. We'll pop that into the show notes. Anything else you want to say about this device? I would add one thing, actually. I get about a week out of the head. It holds up well. It actually holds up better than the floss stick that I'm used to using, which is the Listerine Reach stick that we talked about earlier. Right. Very strong. I like that there's less tension on it. In other words, it allows me to C-shape a little bit if I want to pull in one direction or the other, but it right, still holds right. up and it's still, I have tight contacts. You mentioned earlier that there's a way that you recommend to if people have tight contacts on how to get the floss through the contact. That's angling it. Also, while it's vibrating, it's going to drop in a lot better. Right. Yeah, that vibration definitely helps it pass through tooth contacts nice and easy. Yeah. What's the angle? Just kind of coming in at a forward angle and turning? Yeah, just kind of rolling rolling it in. You kind of hold it at a 45-degree angle and then just roll it down through your contact. And then the same thing, pulling it out, not just pulling it straight up, but kind of rolling it out to the side toward the cheek. And it tends to slip out a lot easier. Right. Some of my viewers were concerned the fact that you would use it several times in a week. And that's what I always did with my floss sticks. I would always dry the floss. I would clean it first under hot water. Then right. I would dry the floss. And then I would sit it up on its, you know, it stands up on its own and let it dry. That's essentially what we do with our toothbrushes. I mean, people right. hang under their toothbrushes way too long for yeah. two three months, whether it's an electric toothbrush or a manual. And they don't really question that, although some do. But I'm not concerned about using the floss head for a week. I mean, as long as the floss holds up, which it does. So, and you know, you can pop it off and soak it in white vinegar if you want, but let it dry out just by standing it on sand, wash it in water, hot water. That should be fine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of the comparison that we give to is that you don't throw your toothbrush out after every use. And same thing with this, just rinse it really well under hot water, let it dry. It it stands up nicely. And that's one of the design features that we really like about the Floster is that it's just sitting there on your countertop next to your Sonicare or next to your other tools on your countertop. And it just makes it a lot easier as a reminder to pick it up and floss. We have done some surveys with people that have tested the product and we found that people just floss more often and they're doing it much more effectively. We have a lot of people who write in and tell us that, you know, they've had visits with their hygienist where they before had four and five millimeter pockets around their teeth and now they're in the two to three millimeter range and their hygienist is wondering what they did in between those two visits. And so we've had a lot of Other good feedback, like you said, for people who have dexterity issues, we had one gentleman who recently wrote in who has Parkinson's and said he hasn't been able to floss for years and years. And this product has revolutionized flossing for him and that he should, you know, he's sharing it with all of his friends. That's wonderful to hear. Something you said reminded me, I've spoken to maybe 25, 30 different hygienists about this. And they're the ones that really appreciate this because they're on the front lines. I mean, they are literally right. spending an hour with you or at least 45 minutes of actually picking away your teeth and seeing where everything collects. And because of those little triangular, what did you call them? I call them squeegees. Gum, sw- gum, gum sweepers. I like that much better. So the gum sweepers, literally, if you, and I'll do a video explaining this and post it on Instagram. But if you use the gum sweeper and you pull it out of the mouth and you're sweeping up and out on the linguals, you're bound to get less tartar buildup because that's right. most of us get that. Yep. Normal floss can't really do that. Right. And the hygienists that I, all of them, every single one were like, wow, they got it right away. I sent them pictures, got on the phone with them. Some actually had tried it, but they get this. They get this so much sooner than most dentists do. Uh, right. Most, most dentists are a little cold to it because it's just one more electronic device. And, you know, that's fine. I mean, we're doing other things, right? Fillings and crowns and worried about gum disease and implants and all that. But the hygienists get very excited about this because it is something truly unique. And it's more than just flossing. I just want to add one thing before we finish up. Flossing is extremely important. Alzheimer's runs in my family. My mother had a very early case of it. She had perio. She had gum disease. And I always think of how important and being a dentist and being a dentist that talks a lot about the oral systemic connection, how inflammation in the mouth can in many different ways through seeding inflammation, sending out toxins through the bloodstream or actually bacteria in the bloodstream that causes inflammation. Flossing reduces that connection, inflammation in the mouth to inflammation in the brain in other parts of the body. It's so important to floss. I can't overestimate it. I know a lot of people, a lot of our patients are like, yeah, another dentist talking about brushing and flossing and flossing, you know, once a day, but it's huge. And I have to admit right. that when I was a young man, I didn't floss. That just wasn't, for some reason, I never got that message from my dentist. I remember my pediatric dentist very well, didn't like him. <laughs> Mine either. Yeah. Thankfully, pediatric dentistry has changed its tune. They're so much kinder and nicer and, and more interesting, <laughs> right? More right. education based. But It wasn't until I got to dental school that it really clicked. I mean, this makes sense. So I've been a good flosser since then, but now I think I'm better having used this. So again, thanks for designing this. Let me ask you one more question. What would you recommend? What is your, I don't want to call it your favorite time, but what 
time is the best time to floss? If you flossed once a day, when would you floss? I would probably say that if I had one time to floss is right before bed, I would say. If you haven't eaten in the last 30 to 45 minutes and you know your mouth has returned to normal pH, I think that right before bed would be the best time of the day to floss, either that or right when you wake up in the morning. Right. No, I'd agree. I think flossing before bed is a good time because your mouth's going to dry out for the next six, seven hours. You know, saliva flow will, even if your mouth is closed, saliva flow drops. And you don't want to leave consumable products for those bacteria in your mouth to feed on all night, right? Right. Um, but on the other hand, that's probably the worst time for most people because they're tired, they're worn out. The willpower is at its lowest the moment before you go to bed. It gets bad when you get home at night. And so I think before bed is probably the best time. But if you floss every day after lunch at work, right on. I mean, that works as well for me because it allows you to be more consistent. So anyway, flossing now is much easier. And I just have to say that, and I've tried this because I noticed it right away. And then I had my wife try it. And she's a maniac flosser twice a day has always been actually better than me. So I told her floss for a day and then try this the next day. And just tell me how you feel. You know, what feels different? I didn't tell her that it would feel better. I just said, how does it feel? And she's very analytical, always a little bit on the skeptical side. Again, she's in healthcare and and biotech. And of course, that's how we're trained to be skeptical. And it really blew her away. She says, I feel better. I feel something different. It's probably an invigoration of the blood flow to those small micro blood vessels that, you know, need stimulation. And that's exactly what I feel. I actually feel better after I floss with this compared to regular flossing. Also, it's easier. I can do it quicker and it's less hassle. Right. Yeah. That's kind of the challenge that we give anybody who's on the fence about it or anybody who's just learning about it for the first time is to just try it and see how your mouth feels. And, you know, apart from all the medical jargon about biofilm and all this and that and the other, if you just try it out, your mouth just feels significantly cleaner after you did it and your gums just feel amazing. Right. Anything you want to add, Danny? No, just really appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me on and appreciate all you're doing for spreading the good word of dentistry to the masses. Well, when you see products like this, it's pretty easy to get excited. So I've never been this excited about flossing and trust me, I'm, I'm not a big fan of winding the floss around my finger and getting in there. And to be very honest with everyone, there are a few nights where I'm just like, screw it. (laughs) I'm not doing it. But this has reinvigorated me and how I feel about flossing and just the ability and the and the the desire to actually do it. So congratulations. I will put a link on how to buy the product in the show notes. It's all over our website. I've done a lot of Instagram promotion of this because I just love this product. And again, as I said, I'm going to do a close-up of the floss getting in between the teeth so that people can actually visualize how the combination of floss guiding this little interproximal squeegee device in there with the little hairs on it, the little feelers, and how it all works. It is absolutely, I just can't believe it took 200 years to get to this point. So (laughs) yeah, anyway. Congratulations for being the one to do that. And just to end this episode, tell us a little bit about your practice and where you practice. Yeah, so I practice with a group in Spokane, Washington. We have a fully 
integrated practice where we have some pediatric dentists, some orthodontists, oral surgeons, kind of a one-stop shop for people to come in and, and get really high quality dental care. I am married with five kids. I floss each of my five kids' teeth wow. with this product every night and they love the way it feels as well. And right. so it really, I think is something that can appeal to anybody at any age. Right. Now I know why you invented this. Five kids and you were <laughs> There you go. Night. You just saved yourself yep. a lot of time and hassle. There you go. Right. Well, congratulations. Hopefully Thank we'll you. talk again soon. I'm going to tell everyone about this thing. It's wonderful. All right. Thank you, Thank you so much. It. And thanks for joining us on this episode. And if you come up with anything else, let me know and we'll, we'll talk about it on the podcast or we'll promote it for you. I appreciate that very much. All right. Thanks again. Take care. Thank you. You too. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a dentist, doctor, or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional dental care provider, you can visit askthedentist.com directory and search our Find a Dentist database. It's important that you have someone in your corner who's trained, is a licensed healthcare practitioner, and can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health.